today I want us to continue from where we left up last week. His grace has kept us and has brought us back before his presence. Last week we started talking about, or we started talking on the subject, are you ready? Where we laid a foundation with what happened to Ruth when she got connected to Naomi, her mother-in-law. And the Bible says that Ruth lost her husband. She lost her father-in-law. But the Bible says that when Naomi was leaving the land of Moab and was going back to Jerusalem, Ruth said that she was going to go with her. And that her God will be her God. Her people will be her people. And that wherever she will die, or Naomi dies, she will die with her. And when they got to the land of Israel, it then happened that Naomi introduced Ruth to a member of her ex or her late husband's family who was then rich and will be able to take care of Ruth. And the instructions that Naomi gave to her was that she should find time and um, wash herself. She should anoint herself, put on clothes, go close to where this man was. And the scripture says that Naomi, Ruth did according to what Naomi instructed her. But there is a statement we laid last week that looking at how Ruth wanted to meet this rich man, this powerful man on the land at that time, she had to go through all the preparations that were needed to meet her or to get attracted to the man. And I want us to understand that though we have been or we've been hearing this all the time. And it may look as if that what we hear may not happen. But I want you to understand that this God that we serve, he has never said anything that you will not do. Praise the Lord. God has never said anything that he will not do. For whatsoever that he promises, he will look forward to bring it to pass. Amen. And so, for on our foundation, we spoke that Jesus Christ came here on earth and died to save you and I. And before he went back to God or he went back to heaven, The Bible says that he was with his disciples when he came from the grave. He was with his disciples one day and as they spoke, he was taken up into the heavens from Acts chapter 1. And there as the disciples stood, 
The scripture says that a man or an angel came to them and said to them that this Jesus that you see go will one day come back. This same Jesus, Acts chapter 1, he says this same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven. Nine downwards. Let me read from nine downwards. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Ten. And while they looked, and while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus. This same Jesus. Not a counterfeit Jesus. Not another Jesus or a different Jesus. But this Jesus that you see him go. Or taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you are. You saw him go into heaven. So church... What I want you to hear, all those of you that are out there, we thank you for joining us today. That the Jesus that we've been talking about from the scriptures, it might look as if it is not real, it would not come to pass. But listen, whether we like it or not, it will come to pass. The same Jesus will come. And the question I want to bring to you is, how ready are we? How ready are you? How ready am I? Regarding the second coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Last week I said to you that coronavirus came and has opened our eyes to so many things. Uh, uh, it, it has brought so much sorrow to almost every family. It is either you were affected directly or you were affected indirectly. We've all been affected by this disease. And you could hear from the news that this disease is coming back in a form or in a way again. And that all preparations are being made to ensure that the disease does not come. In Europe, there are all preparations going on. And even here in our state in New York, some areas, there are some preparations that are being done to ensure that this disease does not come back. You know, men are making preparation to make sure that the disease does not come to take them by surprise. And I want you to also understand that we must also make some form of preparation towards the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It will take place. It will happen. The time, nobody knows. The hour, no one knows. But God will surely ensure that it will come. And so in that like manner that Ruth took to prepare herself to meet Boaz, that rich man at that time, it is on the same principle that I want us to pick some things out of them and then we prepare ourselves towards the Lord and as we meet our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Last week we talked about Ruth washed herself. And that we need to wash ourselves with the word of God daily. And we must wash ourselves with the blood of Jesus Christ. It is the word of God that washes us. The word of God. The word of God washes us. 
Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25. Last week, husbands, love your wife just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. 26 says that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. With the washing of water by the word. The word of God is our spiritual detergent to make us clean before God. When the word of God comes to us, it comes to prepare us. It comes to shape us. It comes to take away what is not right in our life. And so if we become so connected to the word of God, our life will be straightened up to meet Jesus as he comes. Amen. Praise the Lord. The word of God. But today, I want us to go another step, which Ruth had to do. The Bible says that Naomi told her, anoint yourself. Anoint yourself. Anoint yourself. By anointing herself, she was to wear a form of perfume or put on some kind of cologne in those days. That will make her have a sweet aroma. That she will smell so good. She will become so attractive. It will boost her confidence. Remember she had already taken a shower. And now she is anointing herself. Getting herself ready to be connected to the man. Praise the Lord. And Ruth had to go through all these things. Church, as we prepare ourselves to meet the king of kings, we must also anoint ourselves. We must also anoint ourselves. We must also put on some form of cologne or perfume to meet the skin. And this cologne or perfume I'm talking about is not the one they sell in Macy's or uh, uh, um, uh, those stores that you know. Um, uh, uh, they've all gone. Blue Mindles and uh, I, I want my favorite store. And it doesn't even want to come. Not that one. No, she, she has even forgotten about my store. Thank you. Praise the Lord. And all these cologne they sell at these expensive places, Nimamakus and Nostrum and all those places that I can't even call. There is a store in Britain, London. When you go there, you know that this is a very expensive store. And there are colognes that cost so much. And this is not what I'm talking about. You can put on a cologne that may cost about 100000 But if you don't serve God right, it will not do you any good. This cologne, this ointment, this oil I'm talking about. The Bible says that when we lift up our hands in prayer, when we lift up our voices in worship, it comes before God like a sweet smelling aroma. So to get connected to this God I'm talking about, our worship must always be before him. Not the kind of worship we do with our lips to make us look good on camera. But the worship that comes from within our heart. Praise the Lord. 
The worship that comes from within us. The worship that you don't need somebody to jumpstart you to get into. But when you look at God and how he is and what he can do and the things that he, he, he has and the power that he possesses, you begin to sing songs or not say words to lift the name of God high. Psalm 141 verse 2 said, Let my prayer set before you as incense. Let my prayer set before you as incense. The lifting up of my hand as the evening sacrifice. Amen. In the moment of worship, it is a time to celebrate God. As we worship, we are celebrating God. As we worship, we are acknowledging the fact that he is the one that possesses power. He is the one that created the universe and without him, there is nothing we can do. When we worship him, we surrender everything unto God. He sits on his throne. And every now and then, the angels worship him. They will be singing songs unto God. Songs like, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, in the morning, our songs shall rise to before he, can, he or she can sing songs of praise to God. When you are connected to God and you know that your life is all based upon God and you understand that without him you can't do anything. When you wake up you will begin to sing songs of praise, adoration, songs of worship unto God. Praise the Lord. All these things come before God as incense. And when you begin to do these things, God begins to wonder. I smell something good. Ah, I smell something good. You may not have money in your pocket. You may not have anything. You may not have a place to sleep. But as you begin to worship God, you get attracted to God. The Bible says that now uh, Ruth put on an oil. She put on a perfume. She put on a, 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 a color to win this man Boaz. Where is your worship? And when it is time as we worship God, 
strangely enough sometimes you will see people in the midst of worship and they have their cell phone God in three persons they are videoing themselves and videoing people to put it on Facebook God in three persons Church, our mind must be on God. Trust me, when you woke up today, you it was not anything that you did. Someone slept and could not wake up. Someone slept and the moment the person placed the feet on the ground, he or she fell. Something took place. But when you got up, when your eyes got open, you had the strength, you had the power, you have the energy to move around. There is a God that has sustained you. When you were sleeping, the angels of darkness came and began to destroy your life. The angels came, but the God of heaven said, hey, leave my boy alone. Leave my child alone. Leave my children alone. And God protected you. We are alive. Not because of our intelligence. But God. But God. But God. When you go and you safely come home. Someone took you. Praise the Lord. If we are children of God. Worship must be part of our lives. Worship must be part of life. Sometimes I don't even get it that much. When the, the, we, we, we need you, when, when you are needed to worship God, we can spend time to do all other things. But in the moment of worship, we play with it. Not only here, I'm not talking about your worship only here. You can worship God in your car. You can worship God even as you work. You can worship God as you walk. Lord, I love you. I thank you for my life. I thank you for what you have done. You are holy. There is none like unto you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for everything. I don't have money in my pocket. But thank you that I have a mouth and I have a big stomach that I can fill it up with food. I bless you, Jesus. Holy are you, Lord. All creation call you God. You sing these songs unto God. Word. Is your name oh we worship your majesty awesome God how great that
moment to ask God anything. It is not a moment to be binding and loosing. It is a moment to get connected to your king. To appreciate what he's done. To acknowledge his presence. To, to extol his holy name. That is all God needs. When was the last time God felt your presence? When was the last time sweet smelling aroma from you went before God? Some people worship God because of what they will get from him. And the moment they get what they want from God, you look for them and you will not find them. Let me tell you, he's a gracious God. Whatever he gave you, he can easily take it back. But God is not like me. He's not man. Neither is he a woman. God is God. Let worship be as your lifestyle. Worship will remind you of the existence of God. Worship will remind you that you can't do anything without him. Worship will remind you that God sent Jesus to die on the cross to save you. Worship will make you understand that the death on the cross has given you authority over Satan and his people. Worship will make you great in the presence of God. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise. You know, listen. This is King Jehoshaphat. When he had nothing to do, he had nothing. There was no strength in him. And all enemies were around him. God said, Jehoshaphat, Just connect with me. The battle is not yours, it's mine. All I need from you is to just make me know that you love me. And King Jehoshaphat and the people said, Oh, let us worship God. And they began to sing the song unto God. And the song says, He's good mm, and his mercy shall endure. 
the Lord. Praise. Come on, let's be on our feet. Let's worship God. Praise. I want you to live this presence with a heart worship. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, praise. Come on, worship the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Let's worship God. Worship God as never before. Bless the name of the Lord. You bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Aye, 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 aye. Aye, le borori anala mabheri anereme. Together, we are presenting the gospel to the world. Please contact us or visit praisepalace.org today to share your prayer request, find out more about our resources, check out our upcoming events, and stay connected as we share the love of Christ around the world.